What's up, folks? Welcome to another edition of Matt's Sport House. I am your host, Matthew Anderson. Before we get the episode uh, kicked off, make sure you rate, subscribe, like, tell a neighbor about Matt's Sports House. We got a lot of things on the way. Got a special guest, my next door neighbor, aka my sister, uh, will be on Kier Anderson. So without further ado, let's get into it. The C is for the courage I possess through the drama. H is for the hurt, but it's all for the honor. A is for my attitude, working through the patience. Money comes and goes, so the M is for motivation. Gotta stay consistent, the P is to persevere. The I is for integrity, innovative career. The O is optimistic, open and never shut. And the N is necessary, cause I'm never giving up. See, they ask me how I did it, I just did it from the heart. Crushing the competition, been doing it from the start. They say that every champion is all about his principles. All right, y'all, so this is a little bit different. We went ahead and uh, I decided to drop a special episode being at the WNBA and they're really getting to the nitty-gritty of the playoffs. And while I watch the WNBA a very little bit, Kier is an expert, so she is our WNBA analyst. Uh, Kier, so what you been thinking about the WNBA playoffs? Yeah, um, thanks for having me. I'm really oh, yeah, excited. for sure. <laughs> I'm really excited to talk about these women and all the really great work they're doing and how incredible ballers they are. Um, okay, well, let me interrupt you right there. So, <laughs> so the playoffs, were there any teams, because now they're down to four teams, correct? Four, yeah. Were there any teams that got kicked out early on that you expected to still be available now? Um, yeah, Phoenix. Phoenix, Mercury lost to Minnesota, and in my own little playoff bracket, I had Phoenix as, I had Phoenix as the favorite. That's the only team that really surprised me because they have Diana Taurasi who is all-time WNBA scorer and um they have Skylar Dickens-Smith who is a shooter and shooter shoot and she's been shooting yep and so I'm definitely shocked that they got sent home hmm so Phoenix so those are some of the key players on that team who did they get knocked out by the Minnesota Lynx and what happened in that series that caused them to lose well, wait, that was a game, right? Or was that serious? It was a game. Yeah, yeah what happened in that game that caused them to get knocked out? What didn't go well for them? Um, I think Phoenix, they, they, they're a team that relies a lot on threes. Yep. And they weren't really falling in that game. And so Minnesota is led by Nafisa Collier, who was last year's uh, Rookie of the Year. Yep. And they're a very scrappy team, and so I love them. And they fought their way the entire game. Um, and I think Phoenix, they run off um, fumes. They run on um, runs. And Minnesota, you can't, you can't beat Minnesota like that because they will always continue to play. And then also they had um, a really good shooter in Damaris Dantes, who yep. comes here from Brazil, and she went off. I think she scored over 20 points that game. There was no way Phoenix was going to win that when their shots weren't falling in. The thing about whenever you live, it's kind of like, I think the expression is you live and die by the sword, same thing with the shot. It's like if they're going in, they're going in, but if they're not, you're going home. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, they exited the bubble. But the last, the four teams that are remaining in the WNBA bubble playoffs are the Connecticut, Connecticut what gear? Connecticut Sun. Okay, the Las Vegas. Yeah. Aces. The Minnesota. Lynx. And the Seattle. Storm. Okay, so let's talk about the Connecticut versus Las Vegas matchup. That matchup will be Sunday, September 20th, 1 o'clock on ESPN. Make sure to tune in. ESPN still, me and ESPN are still working on our deal since I do be promoting them. Uh, Kia, what are you looking <laughs> for in that match? Actually, let's start off with who are some notable uh, people on each roster, Connecticut and Las Vegas? Uh, great question. So Connecticut, they have 
uh, Dewana Bonner, who is like two time uh, six woman who came over actually from Phoenix. This is her first year with Connecticut. Okay. She's a baller. Oh, she's so incredible. They have Alyssa Thomas, who is third in the league this season for points per game. She's averaging 23.5 points. She, you can't stop her. And then you have Brianne January, who is one of the best point guards in the league for sure. Um, she adds an incredible defensive force, and she adds a lot of threes. Brianna Jones, who's their center, um, and Jasmine Thomas, who's another point guard, but she's got incredible force when it comes to defense. And also with Jasmine Thomas, she shout out to her because she has um, plantar fasciitis. She has extreme pain in her foot, and she's playing through that right now. And Connecticut looks great. Big time players have to make big time plays and big time games, and you pretty much just gave me sounds like the whole roster. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it seems to me that Las Vegas is the team that most people who who don't really watch WNBA still know a little bit about. Who are some of their key players? That Asia's team. Yeah, Asia. Yeah, and she just became what, what was her award that she just got? MVP. MVP of the league. You love to see it. So we already have the rookie of the year in the NBA, and then we have. Mm-hmm. The MVP of the WNBA League. I think she has a, a deal with a Mountain Dew, so me and her do need to communicate. We can maybe get Mountain Dew on to this podcast. Uh, but, okay, who are some other players Las Vegas has? Okay, so Vegas, for sure, they have Asia Wilson, who is the rain, her, who is the MVP for the season. Totally earned it, has played great. They have Angel McCautry, who is coming off of a knee injury that kept her out last season, but she looks great. She's definitely, they have this um, come up or comeback team, and she's on it because she has her season high, or she has her career high numbers this season. And um, I would say Dierica Hamby is another one. She's six. I think she should be sixth woman of the year this year. She was sixth woman of the year last year. Her numbers are better this year, and she is a force. And so those are definitely the names. If you're watching Vegas, you know. Okay, and this series goes the best of how many games? Best of five. Best of five games for the first team to three wins, right? Mm-hmm. That's good math. Good math by Matt, your host, Matthew Anderson. <laughs> so, Kia, so how do you see this series playing out with your prediction? Um, on my bracket, I have Vegas winning. Whoa, I hot know. take, hot take. Why is that? I know, because Vegas just has so many guns. They've already beat Connecticut twice during the regular season. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be easy. I think Connecticut's got this playoff vibe going. They've got a lot of... um vets who know how to win championships they know how to win games and vegas is still a little new because they don't have a lot of their vets but i i think vegas is the best team on the court and i think they'll they'll win it out we're definitely going to be rooting for most south Carolinians. i don't know where you listen to this podcast if you listen to it in california so be it but i think most south care people from south carolina will be rooting for asia and las vegas so we will see what happens i will be unbiased in this WNBA episode. But we're also going to move to Minnesota, who will be playing Seattle. Kia, mm-hmm. Minnesota's uh, mascot is... Lynx. And the Seattle... Seattle Storm. Seattle Storm. They will be matching up. They start off uh, Sunday, September 20th, still at 3 o'clock p.m. on ABC. Disney's making a lot of money. Cause I'm pretty sure Disney owns ABC and ESPN. Y'all don't worry about that. But Kia, tell us about some of the people on the Minnesota team. Okay, so Minnesota, you... Can't talk about Minnesota without talking about Crystal Dangerfield, who was Rookie of the Year. Yep. Fun fact, she is the first Rookie of the Year to not have been drafted in the first round. Whoa. So, we love a good story. Do you know what school she came from? UConn. Whoa. So, everybody should know her. Yeah, because, you know, UConn and South Carolina had those rosters. I was testing you. Y'all actually knew that. I didn't. But, uh, (laughs) (laughs) who's somebody else on that team here? Um, You also can't 
talk about them without talking about Nafisa Collier. She was Rookie of the Year last year. She was an MVP candidate this year. Her and Asia Wilson have a dope podcast. My second favorite podcast, of of course, except for Matt's work. And Dominate the Decade. <laughs> we are shouting them all out today. And they have um, Tea with AMP, where yep. they just talk about life in the bubble. But Nafisa Collier is a force on both sides of the court and also everywhere in between. She never stops. Okay. Ever. Never runs out of energy. She plays the most out of everyone else in the league. This is her second year doing it. Must have great energy, which means great conditioning in the offseason because otherwise there's no way you can keep that going. All right, Kia, now about Seattle. Seattle. Okay, so Seattle has the GOAT, Sue Bird, probably the best point guard to ever do it. Okay. But she's been out with a left knee a bone bruise. Yep. And so we'll be checking to see if she comes in for this game because she's been out like half the season with that. They also have Rihanna Stewart, who was MVP two seasons ago. To her Achilles, so she's also on that comeback team because she was an MVP candidate after tearing her Achilles. She looks really great this season, um, and I think you all you have to talk about Joy Lloyd, who comes from Notre Dame, an incredible shooter who can literally make a shot from anywhere. Anytime she shoots, I just assume it's going in yeah. because she's so great. And Alicia Clark, who is underrated, I think she's a great defensive presence uh, for Seattle. She doesn't score a lot, but she can score. And she is is a difference maker. Joy Lloyd talks about how she sets their tone for defense, and Seattle's a very good defensive team. So she plays a big part of that. So it sounds like this is going to be a good matchup. How do you, once again, y'all, first team to win three games, best of five. Mm-hmm. How do you see it playing out? Seattle should absolutely beat Minnesota. I'm I'm cheering for Minnesota. I love them. I, they're a very scrappy team, especially built around the Fisa Collier. But Seattle should win. So you're telling me if I was going to put money on this game, I should bet on Seattle? I'm telling, telling you, you should not put money on this game. <laughs> no, but okay, but let's move past that. If I was putting money on this game, you're saying bet with Seattle? I it would be a safe bet. Yeah, I think Minnesota is good, but not. They don't have the they don't have the offensive or defensive guns that Seattle has. Okay, in this series, it goes Sunday, Tuesday. So game no no game on Monday, no game on Wednesday, and we will keep going. And then so obviously this there are four teams left. Uh, the winner of those series would then go for the well, championship. Mm-hmm. If you had to get a prediction right now, who wins the championship? On my bracket, yeah. I have Las Vegas beating Connecticut, Seattle beating Minnesota, and then I have Las Vegas beating Seattle, which is, that's going to be, I think that's going to go to game five. Yep. I think it's going to be a fight. Um, But I think Vegas has energy and talent, and I think Seattle is more so talent. And um, also, Las Vegas played Seattle as their last final game in the regular season, and Vegas won. And that was after playing a very good Los Angeles Sparks team, like within twenty four hours. Within twenty four hours, quick and turnaround, so, quick yeah, turnaround. Yeah, and so in Seattle. I don't know if they were holding something back or what was going on, but Vegas looked good for a team that was exhausted in every single way. So I think a well-rested Vegas team, a well-rested Seattle team, Vegas should win. So you're telling me this, um, that Asia Wilson could potentially get MVP and hopefully MVP of the championship, right? We're, we're hoping. Um, people, they're turning up for the playoffs. I mean, I think Alyssa Thomas is going to be definitely in that MVP for the playoffs conversation because they can't stop her from Connecticut. Yeah, this shall be interesting to see, y'all. So that's all that we have for y'all today. This was a special episode. We just need to go ahead and inform y'all. If you don't know too much about the WNBA, we just walk you through the whole thing. Go make your opinions. Go talk your junk. Tell your friends you know everything about uh, WNBA now, thanks to Kier. 
And we will see you on another episode. Kia, where can we find you on the socials? Hi, you can find me on Twitter, so, um, on Instagram, Kiera A underscore, I believe. Kia, when you're doing this kind of stuff, you kind of got to know these things. Uh, sorry, I'm not big on the socials. This is definitely one of my favorite pastimes. <laughs> okay, well, y'all just find me and I'll send you her, uh, I'm about to say send you her login. I'll send, <laughs> I'll send you her social media accounts. But, that oh, but also, before we go, we definitely can't talk about the WNBA season without talking about what they've done for the Say Her Name and Black Lives Matter because they've been so instrumental, as they always are, um, and just making sure they're continuing to say uh, Brianna Taylor's name and making sure that um, justice is served. They're pushing and they're doing an incredible, they're doing it in such an incredible way. So would you say they're doing it better than any other sports league? I don't know if it's a competition. Is that what you're telling me right now? I'm not sure. I don't think, you can't say it's a competition, but they definitely, I think, have been on the front lines uh, in terms of social justice and fighting for that and really, really pushing conversations. So they're holding their own and they're doing it the best. You need more of it. You love to see the queens. Right? I agree. There you go. Boom. That's all we got here. As Kier rudely cut me off right there. <laughs> but that is all we have for this edition. Matt Swarehouse. We'll see you back on Tuesday. Well, whenever y'all decide to listen to it. But see you back on Tuesday. Uh, thanks, Kier, for another episode. Peace. I go hard. I go hard. what's mine? Hey, what's mine? I'm a star. I'm a star. Because I slay. I slay.